Extreme PC UK. Hi and welcome to Extreme PC UK podcast episode 26. Today is the 21st of Jan 2016 and I'm your host Nick, also known as Extreme PC UK. And today joining me on the show we have... Hello, I am Hans and I'm Steen, I am Michael from Hell. Hi, I'm Jansen and on Steam I'm Jay himself. Hi, I'm Matt and on Steam I am Downrange Safe. Cool, how are you all today, alright? Yeah, yeah, good. You all been busy? Worse schooling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, coming up on the show today, we've got uh, Shellshock Live, a bit about Limbo, a bit about Gauntlet. So uh, it's going to be a pretty short show, I think, today, because we don't really have any news, which is pants. The only bit of news I have got is, which is probably more for you guys than me, Battlefront, getting a single player. What do you make of it? No comment. <laughs> You're sour, man. I have to do the same as well. Really? What, has it gone that far that you've just given up with them now? Yes. I right. have deleted Origin from my PC. I, I don't want anything from EA anymore, ever. But I thought you wanted. I thought you was all out for the single player. Too little, too late. Really? What about you, Jansen? You're the Star yeah, Wars well, man. Yeah, but for me, and a game like that, single player mode doesn't really bother me because I'd be buying a game like that to play it online. Story mode would just be a bit of a bonus. Yeah, so see, the fact that they've just added it doesn't make me want to buy a game anymore. Yeah, it costs money as well, though, doesn't it? Probably. So it hurt. I think it costs around forty pounds. I heard. I don't know if it's one hundred percent true, but that's what I heard. Are you so kidding wait, me? That's that's about no, sixty for the game, sixty for the pass, and then forty for the single player. Great. And you can pay to win because that blaster pistol or whatever it is, the best gun in the game. You can also either play the game for hours and hours and unlock it, or pay ten quid at the start, get it straight away. All about the money making, ain't it? Yeah, well, they did that with Battlefield, didn't they? It's like you could build like your XP up to unlock stuff, but if you couldn't be bothered, you could unlock different packages for like 15 quid. So you could unlock the yeah, you gun unlock the package. Crates. No, you get the crates, and they're like gold, silver, bronze, or platinum. And no. they just. Yeah, you no. buy the crates in Battlefield 4. Yeah. You get dropped them as well, though. No, but you could so. actually unlock all the weapons, or you could unlock all the extras for. Can I have a look? Your vehicles. No, the way I believed it is you get crates. And these crates, they cost £3, £5 or whatever. I'm not 100% sure on the prices. But you you get the crates dropped at certain XP levels. And you can also buy crates. When you open them crates, you get random XP bonuses. You get certain guns or certain maps or dog tags. And they all randomly drop. Yeah, like, no, but this is like giving you everything. It's not It's not like a care package. You're literally, yeah, you're literally unlocking every single weapon yep. in the game for £15. Or unlocking every single vehicle upgrade for £15. Is that why I'm getting spawn killed from anywhere I am? Yeah, because yeah. you, could, you yep. could be someone who's just bought the game, and then you buy all those packages, and it's probably going to cost you an extra 50 quid on top of the game, but it means that you're at the same level as someone who's level what? 60. I just can't see the point of that. What's the point of that? There's no point playing that game anymore. Money. It's all about unlocks. I, I, just, un I just looked it up. It installed. You can buy the packages, as Nick said. And then you've got kit shortcuts, they're called. Yeah, and a that's full it. full bundle, it's $29.99. Wow. Um, yeah, and the, or you can buy individual ones, which are $5.99 each. The thing and is, they, they yeah. did bring it out quite late in the game, because I think it's for people that buy the game later, and they turn up, up. At, yeah, and everyone's so ahead of them that it's hard to get involved in the game, so they could pay that little bit extra to get a boost. That See, I tried that. it's all about your aim. That just winds me up, because the whole point of that game is start off at the bottom and work your way up, and when you've got the gold-plated super-duper gun, which is like the boss gun, everyone knows that you're the king, and you've been playing the game for ages. There's some little kid that just got it for no reason, paid 15 quid, and then's caning you. Oh, I can't be having that, man. I'm never going back on Battlefield <laughs> 4 ever again now. That's what yes. me up. Yeah, you, play, you, you buy it when it comes out, you, you start at the bottom with everyone, you build up with everyone, and Get when it gets and silly... you buy a £15 kit. No, when it gets silly, that's when you pack it in and go to something else. And then when Battlefield 5 comes out, you do it all over again. No, I can't be doing that. Money makes so, the world go around, I guess. So that's pretty much what they're doing with Battlefront. See, now, for me, honestly, I always fought with Battlefront. And I haven't really played the game. I played it in uh, um, the test for a little while. And I thought the graphics on it were really good. And I thought the idea of it was really good. And I thought it was overall really good. But it's not my kind of thing. I'm not a Star Wars person. So for me... I thought having that like a Call of Duty type of game online would have been really cool, unlocking all the different characters and all the different guns and stuff from the films. But I never understood why everybody was getting so irate over not having a single player because 
a lot of people don't even play single player in this multiplayer. I no. don't. So why did you lot get so excited about not having a single player? And now that they have brought a single player out, you're even more angry because they're charging you for it. Yeah, because that, it should that, be, it should have been in the base game to start with. But I, I, I get the fact that they've fragmented the game and then charged you for each bit. That's out of order. It's like you release a game, you release the whole game. But for me personally, I don't have a huge issue with it because it does what I want it to do straight away. I could get the game, play it, be happy with it without spending an extra penny on it. Yeah, just play through and yeah. earn your stuff and play. But don't yeah. annoy you when like you come across someone that's just got everything straight away, just, just caning you for no apparent reason, just because they've paid more cash. I just, um, that winds me up. Yep. Yeah, but I suppose you'll come across people anyway who will have all that stuff because they've played it long enough to have it. So you're always going to come across people that are better than you. Yeah, but in a way, it's the way like going back to Call of Duty, you know, you'd finish all the levels, wouldn't you? You'd get to the top and then you'd get like your first Dan, like you sort of would have been like a karate belt or whatever. And then mm. you'd go back to the start, but you'd keep one item or whatever, you know? Yeah. But then you'd do it all again. Now that is something I like the idea of because people that are real committed to the game... They can prove their commitment because a couple of years down the line, they're like done it 10 times over and you're like, wow, you've proper put some hours into this game. You've earned your status. This is just buying it. They're just taking money and it's like, oh, sod the game. Just give us as much money as you can get. It seems like what they have done is basically the game was getting developed. They realized it's not going to be out in time for, first of all, Christmas, second of all, the movie release. So they've said, what do we have at this moment of time? Let's cut it up. <laughs> uh, what do we have at this moment in time? We have this, this, and this. Okay, we're going to push it out anyway, even though it's not finished. Just because Christmas in the movie is going to make us a crap ton more money than if yeah. we release it afterwards. Yeah, that's exactly it. Well, he's managed to piss me off as well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Now you understand my Objective completed. Uh, well, I'm, I was never going to buy it anyway because it was about 50 quid, and it was just, I'm too tight for that. So that was me out yeah. straight away. Right, let's move on. We are, I believe there's no more news this week, is there? It's going to be quite a short week, really. Yeah. Cool, I want to talk right. about Imperium. I'll get onto that later on when it comes down to the uh, <laughs> servers. Because we've got that to do a bit of Imperium. Towards hands. Oh, he loves Imperium. Hans does. He loves <laughs> I, talking I can about neither it. confirm nor deny Oh, I here we go. Game. I'm going to mute you when you say that. <laughs> right, let's move on. I've been playing a game called Shellshock Live. And me and Jansen, me and Hans, uh, we had a few goes on this. It's... It's only a four ninety nine game. It's a little game, and it's a really relaxing game. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I, you two sort of just tolerated me enjoying it, but it really was fun. It, it was a fun little game, man. Yeah, very relaxing. Of, of worms. Yeah, that's that's pretty much. It is like worms, but you've got a little tank. I'm sure that there was a game uh, a long time ago called I don't know if it was called Scorched Earth or something else. And I remember playing it on my PC years ago, and it's pretty much the basis of the game. The base game is. You have a tank, they have a tank, you have all these different types of weapons, and you just fire at each other, and like on Worms, the map gets destroyed as you go, and you try and take each other out. Now, the difference in this game is it's much more up-to-date. I found the graphics and everything to be really, really smooth and crisp. Didn't you think that? Yeah, yeah the graphics are pretty basic. It's yeah, just but block colours, but yeah. They're cut yeah. nice and smooth, and like, it all seems to work really smoothly. You know, even I thought it was even more smoother than Worms than that. You know, Worms used to play that, and when it comes to targeting or something, you're like, where am, I, where am I? What's going on? You know, and then you'd bounce all over the screen. This was, was there. You knew exactly where you was. But as much as you say, like, the graphics look good, it did look crisp. But yeah. that's because it's in HD. Yeah. But at the same time, they could have used a few more textures. Like the tank is just a red <laughs> block. It's three, yeah, it's two, yeah, two but I three think, pixels. So. Yeah, but I yeah. think that's designed specifically, specifically like that when I get my words yeah. out. <laughs> because Specifically. The, yeah, exactly. Because that's exactly what it was like back in the day. It was just, it was a very simplistic game. But what they've put all the effort into on this is, is actually the targeting system and the amount of XP. Now, for me, it was it was a bit cross between Worms, that old game, um, Scorched Earth, and it was Scorched Earth as well. I just it checked. was Scorched Earth, was it? And if you look yeah. at Scorched Earth, you'll see it's very basic. It's on an old old PC a long time ago. I used to love that game, and I think that's why it was like nostalgic for me. I played this game, and it took me back to that. And when you two got on there, and we had a little tournament and that. I was really getting into it, caning you lot. I had 10, 10 kills in a row. <laughs> oh come on, the Juggernaut was grossly overpowered. Yeah, there's two of you against the Juggernaut, dude. Like you say, you say when you I was a Juggernaut, in a row. I caned you too. That's including single player as well. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, <laughs> I only played two games. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I played, played, I played a quite a few games. Also, it was pretty fun, with pretty yeah. basic. Yeah, basically, the the difference with this to back back in the day, Scorched Earth is they've put a whole lot of XP like into it and leveling up hundreds of weapons, and there's just so much more content to the game to keep you playing it. Every time you play a mission, you know you can unlock something else, and it sort of brought you know how you, when you play Call of Duty um, and Battlefield, you have your little status bar at the top. And on there, it says your name, your XP, your level, and that sort of stuff. Yep. I, I found it had that. And when you click on that bar, you can go in, and there's a whole load of stuff you can do. Like, there's, there's like, all the progress charts, and there's loads of them. And you've got, like, parts for the appearance. So you can go in when you get to level 10, or when you get to level 50, you can unlock new way your tank looks. You know, you've got hundreds of upgrades for weapons. Yeah, it is. And Don't worry, you need, you need to level each weapon individually also by using it in-game. Yeah, so when so say you're in game and I'm about to take a shot at that say Jansen's on the other side of the map, you've got a big target, and what you do is you drag like from the tank outwards the further you want to shoot the target, so you've got like a range, and then once you've done that, you just hit the fire button, choose your weapon, and that's it. But the weapons, there's loads of them, and they're like outrageous. Like I think one of them at one point was called Guppies. And I was firing fish at you, Jance, weren't I? Yeah, they were it's bouncing like, all over the place. Yeah, it's like one ball comes out, but when it explodes, there's about four or five fish that come out of it. <laughs> but I was looking through the list, and there's just loads and loads of them. There's like sni the sniper one. I didn't quite get that because there's a sniper one, and it gives you like a really thin line, like a bullet. Yeah. But I think what it must do is, if it does hit, it must take you out in one shot. Yeah, I think that's what it is because it's so precise. Yeah. Because uh, I used that on you, didn't I? And you kept I was missing. like. It was like a millimeter away from your tank, but there was like no damage at all. So it must be you have to get a direct hit. Yeah. And like going back, when you say I kill Jansen and I get five XP, when I get to a certain level, I get unlocks for my tank. There's a hundred unlocks for your tank, like speed, armor, and you just go along. And it's just every time you fight, you come back and you add something to your tank and your level goes up. And for me, you know what I'm like, I'm like a hoarder when it comes to stuff like this. I just love collecting stuff. So I keep keep on playing it and playing it to try and get my levels higher and higher and to unlock my tank a bit further. What did you what did you two think of the game? Yeah, well I thought it was alright. It's a fun little game. I don't think I would play it enough to unlock everything. It's a I see it a little bit like how we were with the turbo racers. It's just something where a bunch of us, when we're together and we're like, look, should we just have a quick 10-minute blast on something small? Then Yeah, it's like a time that's, filler. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's the kind of game that I could play. So I, I wouldn't really be that bothered about unlocking anything. No? Nah. Oh, come on. Nah, I, I, I want be... to upgrade my weapons. And yeah, stuff, it's all so. about the unlocks, man. Like, when, say I shoot the sniper gun. Like, Say I've got 10 different gun. Like, when I go weapons... I can choose 10 different types of guns, like there'll be the guppies, there'll be sniper, there'll be fire, there'll be one called cactus, which fires a cactus and stuff, and they all they all disintegrate in different ways. And there's loads, there's like 100 different weapons. And every time you use one of them weapons and it hits, and it makes contact with another tank, you'll get a couple of XP for that weapon. And then also, if you use that weapon all the time, that weapon, when it gets to, say, 50 XP on that one like sniper you'll get a second version of the sniper and then you'll get a third version and they get better and better. So you've just got unlock upon unlock, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, but then I, it's like you're just unlocking different versions of the same thing, which is fair that. enough. But with the game, it's just a physics-based game where you have angle and power. power and then that's it. So you, it's like playing a game of darts. It's like you've got to throw your dart in a perfect arch to hit no, the board exactly where you true. want it. You're but wrong. at the same time, you could upgrade your actual dart. So you're playing the same game, but just with a fancier dart. And I feel like it's the same with this. It's like you're upgrading your tank and you're getting better weapons, but you're, you're still, the skill involved is in the physics of the game. But yeah, no. like the different no, weapons. Not, not exactly, though. because I, no. I played a few uh, online games and... I I got my ass whipped by level sixties and level sixty five. Yeah, because they've <laughs> unlocked loads of stuff. So yeah, but it's how not just does a dart. It, how does it? Yeah, how does it make their? How does it make them better at killing you by having? Because their weapons do a lot more damage. They've and unlocked, leveled up. Yeah, say they've done a hundred hundred games. Hmm. They've leveled up their weapons, each weapon individually more. So where you'll throw a cactus and a little cactus bounces out, they'll hmm. throw a cactus and a giant cactus will come out. So they've improved their their tank that much. That they when they come round to fighting you, they're gonna cane you, 
and it's not even that. Like you said about the physics, you said it's just like throwing a dart. It's just about the arc going across, and if you get the right arc, you hit them, and that's it. Yeah. But it's not, because they put a big curveball on this game, so the last one, Scorched Earth, because in this one, you get, like, different things pop up randomly in-game. So, like, it might go to my turn, and there'll be a health pack in the sky floating, and then that makes me go, oh, I have to fire my bullet through the health pack and then hit you. Or there could be, there's like them warp zones where you get two circles. You fire it in the first one, it comes out the second one. So it could help you or it could be worse. Yeah, but you're and still aiming. It's still about your aim. Yeah, but that's the, the point. Target. That's where your skill level, that's where your skill comes into it. Yeah, but you get that from playing it more. But I, I, I wouldn't be that bothered about getting unlocks because if I've got a level one sniper or I've got a level two sniper... It's like I'm not going to sit there and play it for hours just to unlock the second weapon. I'll be happy if you guys were on level 60 and I was still on level 1. I'd probably well, still have the same amount. Of, yeah, I'd still have the same amount of fun. Well, you wouldn't because we'll not take sure, you out because, in a second. Um, <laughs> when I played those online matches, I got killed instantly almost by, by any attack. Yeah, because they've got all these different things. Also, as you go further into the game, you get items unlocked in the actual maps. Because you can actually move your tank left and right. You've got so much fuel. And you'll get an item pop up, like a shield or something like that. And you can get that. And then it brings more into the game as well. It's not just... You're making it sound like it's just fire upon fire. But there's a lot more to it than that, I've, I think. No, it's you shooting me and me shooting you. But as you go through the game... Lots your of weapons, you, Your weapons get better. Yeah, that, that's a basic game, of course. You shoot each other. But that's but, any uh, games like you that. You get more yeah. and more advantage uh, the higher level you are. I could say yeah, Call of Duty, you shooting yeah. at me and I shooting any at you FPS and I'm getting game. better weapons. Any yeah. FPS game. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is that with this, I, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be bothered about playing it to unlock stuff because I don't think that it would increase the amount of fun that I'm having in the game. Because I'm, I'm picking it up, playing it for 10 minutes and putting it down. Alright, so say like this then. Say we was to have a competition on this. They've got a tournament section where you can set up so many people in a tournament and it's knockout. Surely you would want to have better weapons in that because you'd want to win. Firstly, I wouldn't enter a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I don't love the game that much. It's a time filler. So it's like I, I wouldn't have the patience to be in a tournament. <laughs> would you say it's like a mobile game or something? Like if you could have it on like a mobile phone or something? And yeah, it, a little bit yeah, it's it's that kind of thing. It's it is the kind of game that if you're sitting at bus stop and you could play it while you're waiting for a bus or something like that. I, that's how I see this game. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put hours into it. Yeah, I understand that. But say every time I came home and I got home late, I didn't have enough time to get into like a proper game, big game like AAA title. This is the sort of game, whilst I'm chatting to you guys, I just put on and I'd take a few fights. I wouldn't take too much notice. I'd just be fiddling around playing. And yeah, but I'd still be excited about unlocking stuff. I'd be like, oh, I just unlocked a new gun. Try that out. And I, I love, this is the difference with me. I love unlocking stuff. You give me any game. You could give me like a Call of Duty game. And if you gave me a million guns to unlock, I would keep playing it because I'm getting unlocks. You know, yeah, if you yeah, took CSGO, if you took CSGO and you took the gun unlocks away, I wouldn't play it anymore. I'd be like, what's the point? How far did he get in World of Warships, sorry? World of Warships, I'm up to level 5. Uh, not the Warships, I'm in the tanks. So you stopped playing Warships? Yeah, I'm in level that 4 of, of that. Um, that because of the unlocks, though? Like, what I'm trying to say is... is no, that's because is, in is Warships, the jump got too big. Yeah, yeah is, what I'm saying is, would you still do it if there's a big grind in between? Or would you do it... No, that, uh, that, on that jumps? situation, yeah, I can understand. If there was a massive grind, like on World of Tanks, look at me on World of Tanks. I played that for weeks and weeks on end I got to level 5 tank and then but that's because money's involved in that the yeah. jump goes from no, level 5 to level 6 you have money there. yeah and the jump is so big you have to play for like another 200 hours or something just to get to the next tank you know yeah. and I find what I was trying to say though it's just the like is it but because the short jumps in between the different yeah jumps? that's is exactly that it makes it it's more quick, appealing yeah it's a quick unlock yeah. I've unlocked something else I'll try that out oh I've unlocked something else oh we've got a new tank yeah. it looks different for me, like I said, the, the game is like a filler, like you're saying. I totally understand where you're coming from. It's only a 4 99 game. You know, it's a little fun game to play with your mates sort of thing. I understand that. But for me personally, brings back my memories of when, when the game came out on the PC and it was a game that was like, to me, was like really good. I remember getting my mates around the house and saying, oh, let's play this game that you can shoot each other with tanks and that. And it was on the same screen as well. You know, like you played it on, you took a turn each on the mouse. 
I guess but, we can all agree on that one. It's a fun little nostalgia thing. Yeah, it's a, yeah. I think it's a really good game for a five. I like to just play around. But um, and also you can get clans on there as well, so you can set up teams and do competitions. But what I was going to get onto next, which I just realised as I was having a look around in their uh, their website and that, that's Shell Shock Live, which is four ninety nine on Steam. But they've actually got Shell Shock Live two, which which is an online game. You just go there and sign up, and it looks the same game but with a lot more stuff in it. So maybe we'll try that out and see if it's got any differences. See how you like that one, Jansen, because that's free to play as well. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it a go. Because I actually, I actually really like the game. I don't want it to sound like I'm putting it down. Yeah, but I, you're just saying it's a smaller game. Yeah, for me personally, I think all the unlocks is a bit of overkill. I would have preferred to have the game as it is, and maybe there's like 10 unlocks to get, and the game just looked a bit better. Oh, I can't believe you. How can you not love unlocks? They're the best. I love them in a game that I'm going to put a lot of time into it because then it seems worthwhile playing that that long. But that's why they've done that. It's because if there wasn't a lot of unlocks in there, you'd play it for an hour and give up on it. If you finished unlocking everything, you'd be the first one to moan and go, there weren't enough unlocks in there. I'm not playing it again. No, because with that, that's a more social game. So I would play that with you guys. I'd never play that. Yeah, I'd never play it on my own. And it's the same like turbo races. I don't care that there's only five cars because they're all the same. They get laughs out of it. Yeah, they've just got different horns and it, you pick up weapons as you go around. So everyone's got the same advantages, yeah. disadvantages, and it's just all out fun for like 10 yeah. minutes. Well, maybe we should all try uh, Shellshock Live 2, see how that gets yeah, on and see, see if they've changed anything. Because it does look exactly the same to me, but this is 4 99 on Steam. And that's free to play, I believe. So, bit of a weird one, but I'll check it out and see how that goes. Right, let's move on. Hans, what have you been playing this week, dude? Uh, I've been playing a fun little game called Limbo. This is an indie game. It's a bit of an older one. Yeah. Don't know if you've ever heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it. I actually was going to buy it a little while ago, but I didn't get around to playing it because I've been playing so much. But it's got very good ratings on it. Is this the one that looks like a silhouette? Yeah. It is, yeah. It's a complete black and white game. Uh, your character itself is totally black. You're a black little boy with glowing white eyes. <laughs> yeah. so, now, the background of the story is a bit weird. Um, I actually had to go online and look about what the background of the story was. Apparently, you and your sister were in a car accident, and you wake up on the edge of hell in limbo. This isn't any um, spoilers Sorry. here, is it? No, there's no spoilers oh, here. Because beginning. I didn't know what the hell was going on, and even if we finished the game, you still don't know what's going on, so hey, I need to know what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I read about it, so apparently you and your sister were in a car accident, and you have to go save your sister from Limbo. Now, the game itself is like an old-school platformer, like uh, your mm, Super Mario is maybe a bad example for it, but uh, have you played Crash Bandicoot on the PlayStation maybe? Yeah, earlier? it's a bit darker yeah. than that, though, ain't it? Yeah, I know, but it's it's about the closest comparison I can get when it comes to platforming. Yeah. Um, also, it's it's a puzzle game, so it's actually... This is uh, up your uh, alley, Nick. It's trial and error, so you die, <laughs> start again. <laughs> here we go, here we go. Can you save It's it, a bit though? of like loading and saving, but only this time the game does it for you. <laughs> so it's not cheating then, is it? In this game, it's not cheating because you, you will die. The game itself is about five to seven hours long, and so what, you, you push... will die about 100, so... 200 times. <laughs> yeah, so you push forward as far as you can. You get like a save point, and then once you die, you reset to that save um, point and It carry actually on. saves uh, just before every... Puzzle, so to speak. Or do you get lives? No, there's no lives. Uh, you just die in the most horrible, gruesome ways you can imagine. Is so, it, is, like, is it got an age limit on this game? That's a very good question. Actually, I don't know. I don't think so. Because I know of I the think game. Maybe from... PG12. Oh, is it? Because I've yeah. I've seen the game and uh, I was really interested a little while ago. But like I said, I didn't get around to playing it yet. But it does look very dark and sinister and sort of a bit freaky. It and is, the, actually. The eyes it's also, freaky, there's no music, there's just sound in the game. So the that's sound like, of Forest, or the like sound of... Sorry? Any of my games, I turn the sound... I turn the yeah, off in actually, me too, but <laughs> this game just doesn't have any uh, music native, so... <laughs> oh, so how far have you got in this game? I finished it. Oh, you have finished it? I have finished Limbo, yes. We need to start finishing some more games, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> it's not very hard to finish once you get the, the basics done. It, like I said, the, the, the whole game is the same. It's trial and error. So, like, for example, in the beginning, you're in a forest, and you just run down, and, oh, there's a cliff here. You need to jump. 
to the cliff. Otherwise, you just fall down onto some pikes, and yeah, you get. Uh, so is it? Let's get back to unlocks. Is there any unlocks in this? Absolutely zero unlocks. Ah, oh. <laughs> oh, I can't play it now. No unlocks. Also, it. I don't think there's a much replayability. But then again, it's an indie game. It's a pretty so, cheap game. Yeah. So what's your view? You can probably get it on um on the Steam sales very cheap as well. Uh, on think. Steam in euros at the moment it's nine ninety nine, which in my yeah. opinion still a bit much maybe. Yeah. So that's probably on one of ones. Hold on until it. Because I've seen it in the sales a few times. But it is. Oh, I haven't seen it. Yeah, like the Christmas sales and the summer sales, and that. I've seen it a few times in there. Cool. So, yeah. No, actually, I bought a retail version. So. So it's got a good storyline. Then, is, is, did you get stuck into the storyline or not? There isn't. That's a problem. When you start the game, there is no storyline. You have absolutely no idea what's going on. Even when you finish the game, you still have no idea what's going on. So you <laughs> actually have to go on to Wikipedia and look. What's the background story of this game? <laughs> so, really? Yeah. I don't know if that would annoy me. I what about guess you, it's annoyed me too a little bit. If I played that, I would just assume that they there is no storyline. It's just a game to solve puzzles. <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> what you're going to say. You're going to say the same thing about the last game, wouldn't you? <laughs> I wouldn't put that much time into it. I'd play it just casually. <laughs> it wouldn't bother me too much. <laughs> yeah, but you, these are your, he's got your everyday puzzles. So <laughs> he's it's got actually more like there. trial and error. Johnson looks at his bit of paper and goes, right, I've got three blocks in front of me. This one's casual, this one's normal, and this one's AAA. Hmm, this one fits into casual. And then he just reads that script out for it. (laughs) 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 I'm not really convinced that Johnson would hate this game. Now, Johnson, the thing is, he's very critical when it comes to talking about these sort of games. But you've got to realise it. With Johnson, when he actually plays the games, he actually does get stuck into them. Like, that tank game... We played it for a little while, and I said, oh, right, what are you doing now? And he said, no, no, I'm up for a couple more rounds. Yeah, but you that's know? the thing. It's like, I'm, when it comes to games, it's like, you know me, I love arcade-style games. Yeah. But I'm open to anything. It's like, I'll try anything once just to try it and say I've tried it. I've seen Limbo before. Like, when it first came out, uh, I looked at it and thought, yeah, this is something that looks a bit different. And it got like pretty good reviews, and I thought, yeah, that's something that I would check out. So uh, then you put it into that it. category. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one games, on the back burner. Game, game games I'll check out, but then never actually do. <laughs> yeah. Jensen, you're really missing a fine indie game here, and you know me, I'm more of a AAA kind of person. Yeah. This is one of the very few indie games I actually really like. It's it, to me, it's one of the better indie games out there. It's an old one. I think it first came out in 2010. But yeah. uh, again, it, it rivals a lot of AAA games. It's it's a special kind of game in its yeah. own kind of way. Yeah. Now, when it first came out, because it's quite a few, it's, it's got to be a couple of years back now, ain't it? When it first came, yeah. When it first came back, see, that's how, how fast times flying, man. When it first came out, it was really spoke about how different it was, and the eyes, the characters' eyes, how freaky they are, the two little white dots, and you know, and it was a game which people, I think, got more into over the hype and talk of it more than actually liking the look of the game if you know what i mean yeah the look of the game when you look pure graphic wise it's nothing special yeah. but then again what they do uh, like the black and white or the sinister theme they do really really well yeah shadows and all that isn't it yeah and then the whole time while you're playing you have this creepy feeling like oh i'm gonna die here soon i'm gonna die here soon yeah <laughs> and just as you know you come across a little puzzle and all of a sudden you get decapitated because you did it wrong. So <laughs> that's how the game goes, like, the whole way. So you, so really, as well, keeping you in the game is the different types of ways you're dying. Just Yeah, there's a lot See, of ways you can die. <laughs> that's something that will really get him interested, isn't it, Jansen? Yeah. You've got a thing about the ways you die in games. Elaborate deaths. Yeah, like, ja- <laughs> like, like Jansen, like Jason. Yeah, Jason, yeah. When, when <laughs> These that are all creative deaths. So. <laughs> yeah, when that comes out, Jansen's just going to be like... Looking at how to kill people. <laughs> no, but right. anyway, uh, this game is worth checking out. If you like a little bit of indie games and like a little bit of platforming and puzzling, this is yours. Try it out. Yeah, but I might have a go off your account. Yeah, sure. I would really try it out. Cool. Right, moving on. The next game, me and Jansen have been playing together. We was like a little couple, weren't we? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I had it on my account and he's like, no. ooh. And it's basically, it's Gauntlet. And if you've ever played Gauntlet... Back in the day, it's a game where you just run around dungeons, like a dungeon crawler and collector and yeah. stuff like that. Anyway, I had it in my account, and I really wanted to play it, but it's a four-player, and it's it's everyone says it's best in multiplayer. 
So I left it in my account thinking, hmm, I'll wait for someone to buy that and play it together. And then Jansen comes on and tells me, oh, I'm going to play Gauntlet off your account and talk about <laughs> that on the video. I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> so, so I talked him into buying it. Yeah, you bought it and we got stuck into, into that the other day. Yeah, because the thing is with this game, it's like I knew about it when it came out and it just kind of came and went and I didn't even really think about it. And then when I saw it on your account, straight away I was like, I'm getting that because I wanted to play that ages ago. And that's why I said to you, yeah, I'm going to play that off your account. And you were like, no, we need to play multiplayer. Yeah. So, yeah, I had to buy it. But the thing is, like, I wasn't that bothered to buy it because I really wanted to play it. With me, this was one of my favourite games when I was younger. And I used to have it on the NES. And back then, yeah. when I had my NES, Same. <laughs> I, only, I only really had like three games at any one time. This was probably the game I played the most. So, like, yeah, as soon as I saw it and I thought they've what? done a remake, I Hold was like, yeah, I've got to get it. What year was that? Because I sure, I'm very sure, because I had an Amstrad, yeah, PC, the first one that had the disk drive. And I'm sure I used to play it on that. I think 87 or something like that is when it's it came out. Yeah, 87, just checked. That would probably be about right, because I, I never played it on a NES or anything like that. I played it on my PC. And I had the Amstrad that had, you know, you used to have the, you used to have the uh, tape players, didn't you? Yeah. I had the one that had the first hard disk, not them big square floppy disks, but the small hard disks, like a normal floppy. And uh, I'm sure I played, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm sure I played it on my Amstrad CPC 464. That computer was banging. That's when the monitor plugged into the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. With a green screen or a blue screen. Yeah, but green yeah. screens. The thing is, looking back though, I've got such memories of that game, but I can guarantee you if we look back and played it now, maybe we should do that. It will be on um, on the website for old games and that. We could check it, check it out on that. I can guarantee you it's just going to be a few pixels. Yeah. And I, I always remember getting chased by loads of ghosts everywhere I went. And you'd find a little treasure chest or a little key or something, wouldn't you? Yeah, but the thing is, back then, like when I was playing on the NES, that's like 8-bit graphics. Compared that to what you're playing now, yeah, it's going to look terrible. I loved it, because obviously back then... Did you play it on your own? Yeah. Yeah, same here. I didn't have any friends. Nah. <laughs> I only had one controller as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, it was, it was a good little game, and when when I heard it was being remade, it I couldn't actually remember it, and then when I saw it, it all came flooding back to me. It's one of the things I totally forgotten about. Mm. Yeah, because with me, on. when I heard about it, as soon as I saw Gauntlet's being remade, straight away I was like, I've got to get that. Straight away I just thought that was my favourite game. Do you know when what? I was younger. Sorry, man, cut you off, but I just just talking about it now, I just had something just jump into my mind. And do you remember a game from the same time called Run the Gauntlet? Or not? Is that just me that remembers that? Nope, Where he was a little, June, a little June buggy? No. Nope. Uh, it's from the same time. It just, it's, I just thought about it, then it popped in my head, but you lot are rubbish, so carry on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, with this game, uh, like we said, it's, it's a remake of the original, and it's the same dungeon crawler, top-down view, four-player on screen, and now it's online. So you can play four players like online and yeah, across the world. Yeah. So you, you don't you don't have to play locally like you used to. So it just kind of opens up that kind of gameplay to playing with people, even if you don't have anyone to play with like you did when we were younger. Yeah. Now you've got the rest of the world to play with. Yeah, but can you understand why I said to you now not to play? Or if you're playing multiplayer with other players or, or like from wherever. on your channel, time down. But do you, do you see now why I was saying not to play it on your own? It's so much better with us playing together because we know each other and we can have a chat and have a laugh while we're doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Because, again, it's like we both love this game and to go into it for the first time together was quite good. And that's why I held out because I thought, yeah, I'm not playing like a campaign or anything like that on my own because... The levels get intense, and if you're on your own, you're just going to constantly die. You need two or more people to be able to get anywhere in it anyway. Yeah, well, when we first played it, I was—I can't remember what the original game was like. Was it just endless dungeon crawling? Yeah, it didn't yeah. stop. There was, was no there, was, there was no... It just carried on? Yeah. Yeah. Because in this one, we when we first... Well, get me words out. When we both first got into it, we didn't actually know what to go with because you had... Was it you had a multiplayer and you had a single player, but on the multiplayer you had endless or you had story mode, and we actually played yeah. story mode first, didn't we? Yeah. But we wasn't very good at it. 
Yeah, because with the story mode, it's quite good because you are following a story and like you can play it co-op. So you can still have up to four people following the story mode. But yeah, we did that a little bit. But then we were like, look, let's just do the endless, which is basically an endless game. So it just keeps going and going and you keep going up and up levels. Yeah, but and, you get floors, don't you? Yeah, so yeah, you get floors on levels and you have to get to a certain point before it will save at that point because then if you die you start back from the beginning so yeah, i think it was, it was level 19 wasn't it that yeah you had that was to the get first to. floor but we didn't yeah. get there we got to level 18 right to the end of it and died <laughs> because yeah because the way it works is you will share lives don't you so if you've got yeah. like coins in the corner every time one of us dies that coin will drop down one or mm. when the coins get to naught if all three of us die because it, it it grows over time so if we all three of us die and that's down that's it game's over and we kept dying just before and there's the save. no save game or anything no, no that, that is the save level yeah, 19. It's, it's like yeah it's like oh, an okay, auto yeah. save so basically when you're going around and you're killing enemies each enemy you kill you're kind of building xp but that xp doesn't go to you it goes to the gold coin so you see the level of the gold coin building up and when it gets full it adds an extra coin to your coin collection and those coins are what are used as lives. As you go around, if one person dies, they use that coin to respawn. But if all of you die, then you start from the beginning. But if no, you one can person... all die if there's more than three coins. Yeah, no. If every time someone dies, you use a coin. But when the yeah. coins run out, Game then over. you die. Then that person is out for the rest of that level. But the other two or three can carry on. But as yeah. they die off, they don't come back because there's no coins to use. But as long as one person makes it to the end of the level, yeah, when or, the next... or gets enough gold to get a coin back. Yeah, or yeah, builds up the XP to get the next coin. But if you don't, you can if you start the level with four people, you only need one person to make it to the end of the level to go to the next level. And when the next level starts, all four of you start again. Yeah, it does get very intense when you've got one life left. You're at the end of like level 18. You've got to get to level 19 to save. And there's one guy, you're both of you dead. There's no lives left. And you're like, come on, come on, come on. Bang, mm. he's dead. And then you're just like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> start sounds again. like fun. <laughs> yeah, but it is. It, sorry, go on, Jason. Get no, I was going to say, it, it's, pretty, <laughs> it's pretty intense fun. Like, you... It gets pretty intense pretty quickly as well. You'd think that maybe the first 10 levels kind of like wean you into it. I'd say by level two, it was getting pretty full on. And the higher the level you go, the different characters that start coming out, different abilities that they yeah. have, different weapons that they have. So in the beginning, you're kind of just fighting like little goblins and skeletons that just kind of run at you and attack you. But then you get... Um, bigger monsters that have more health and then you get like wizard looking things that are like shooting like green balls at you but yeah and as well balls. though about the um weapons jansen the way the weapons if you do die whatever you collect in money when you go back to the normal screen you can unlock with the money you've bought you, even if you die you still stay gather the money don't you and when yeah. you go back to the main menu you can upgrade your weapons and then try again so even when you do die you don't feel like you've lost everything because You've kept that money to upgrade something back at the main screen, go back into the level, and then you've got more chance of getting through. So if you do die, you go back, buy some more gear that's better, go back in, you've got a little bit more skill yeah. so to get a bit further. Yeah. So, yeah, every time you play the game, you are kind of getting better and your character's, like, getting better. Even if you're not levelling up in the dungeon levels, your character is actually levelling up. And even though your character won't have a number level, you personally upgrade your character how you want to, whether it's like the magic you use, whether it's the weapons you use, abilities. You get talismans and all that, don't you? Yeah, and relics and things like that. And they all do different things. And even when you upgrade, or even if you buy something and you have it, then once you've got it, you can then upgrade it. But all of that cost gold. And as you're going through the map, there's gold scattered everywhere. And so you're just, whilst you're trying to defeat all the baddies, you're still trying to get yeah. the gold as well without dying. But yeah, like you said, when when you die, you drop some of that gold, but the other players can go and pick it up. Or if you spawn back and it's still there, you can go and pick it up. But you don't lose everything. So collected like 20 grand in one level and you die, you might I'd drop... I'd die and you'd steal it. 
yeah, you, you might drop five <laughs> grand. You might drop five grand, but then I'll see that and I'll be like, I'll have that. And no, I'll you didn't do it up. like that, though. You didn't do it like that. You sly git. I'd die, <laughs> drop my money, and he'd go, Oh, didn't see that there. Just picked up twenty grand. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> you know you've done that blatantly. I did it a few times as well. Like, oops, didn't mean to get that. Sorry, Jance, I took your stuff. The thing is, it, it it's mayhem. So yeah. it's uh, at the same time, as much as you you kind of work as a team, sometimes you have the best intentions, but it doesn't work out that way. So you're running in a certain direction because you've got about 20 little goblins running after you and you happen to run over someone's money and you collect it. Yeah, but and also as well, there's like, there's like, curve, there's like <laughs> curveballs though to, the, to every time you come into a new level, it's not the same every time. Like we come across one level and there's like this dude just comes, he like spawns out of the floor, like out of water or something, like death water, I'd say. It's like black water. Yeah. And he makes all these funny noises and he just follows you around the map. Now, if he actually catches up with you, you instantly die. So yeah. you, these, these ones, you have to try and run around him in circles and run off whilst you've still got millions of animals and monsters all attacking you. Yeah, it's almost like in games when you used to have the screen move and you had to stay ahead of the screen. So whatever you did, you couldn't let the screen touch you because you would die. They've kind of done the same thing in this game with someone chasing you because you've got the demon thing in the middle of this like black smoke. But yeah. a black smoke takes up so much space Trying to squeeze easily, past the wall. Yeah, you're you're all kind of running away from him, but you're it it can happen randomly as well. So you're in the middle of an epic battle, and this thing just spawns up in the corner and starts coming at you. So you've got to try and kill all these people around you, as well as trying to evade this thing that's coming after you at the same time. But we found a couple of times that thing would just spawn underneath you, and you didn't yeah. even have a chance to run away. I lost two lives in the space of like 20 seconds because that happened twice in a row. I lost lots of lives. You lot were gaining them. I kept losing them. <laughs> <laughs> but I was tired, man. I played it, we played it late at night. Yeah. And I was really tired. And games like that, even though I was really enjoying the game and I really wanted to get to the next level, I just kept losing focus of where I was on screen. Yeah. Like, I went for around like a barbarian, so I had an axe. But we was talking about this on, whilst we was playing, because we was playing with an American dude as well. And uh, he was saying, like, I'm the wizard, Jansen was uh, uh, the, the archer, and I was like a warrior. Now, because they can fire things, the wizard and the archer, they had a big, massive arrow which way they were facing on their character, but I didn't have that. So for me, when there was, like, the whole screen was covered in monsters, I just kept losing track of where I was. Some points I was looking at Jansen, some point I was trying to hit Jansen's gargoyle, and I was just, just like, finding myself switching off because I was so tired at that point. But... With four of us on there, it would be such a good game to play. And like I said, the main thing for me is you don't feel like you've wasted your time when you die. Because you yeah. feel like, oh, hold on, we'll go back to the screen. We'll, like, we'll, we'll unlock something else. We'll try with something else. Yeah. You know, Because the way we played it, so I played it on controller. Um, you can play it on controller or keyboard. We found a controller was much better, wasn't it? Yeah, they even recommend to play it on a controller. Yeah, I was playing it on a PS4 controller. It's just a couple of buttons, isn't it, on the controller? Yeah. Like for your powers. Yeah, so you're basically using the... Four shoulder buttons and the analog sticks. That's not that's... exactly true. If you're the uh, the barbarian, you've only got you've only, you haven't got the shoulder buttons. They don't work. Yeah, you so, don't need them. Yeah, because different characters have different abilities. So with my elf being an archer, I had one analog stick was to move. The other analog stick was to Aim. have it like an auto fire in whatever direction you pointed the analog stick, and then the shoulder buttons. One was to use um, a talisman that I had, which was, like you said, the gargoyle. The other one was a kind of sniper arrow where you've, you've got a limited range when you're actually shooting your regular arrows. So you can't shoot right across the screen, but you can with this like special shot. But it takes like two seconds to actually aim. And then when you let go, it shoots the one arrow and I don't know if it's any more powerful than your regular arrow, but it literally will go as far as the screen can see. Yeah. But then I've got the other two shoulder buttons, and uh, one was to drop um, a bomb, and the other one was... Uh, that must be pretty standard, because I had one where the mana, the mana jugs, is that the bomb you're talking about? No, this was one of oh. my abilities. Yeah, because it was the potion 
bottles that you could pick up and then you could throw them like grenades. Yeah, but I did. I kept doing that, but then I thought oh, I'm wasting my um my mana, so I stopped doing it. I didn't think it was really worth doing in the end. Um, yeah, because the the potion bottles when you throw them, they, they make work a bomb. Like, yeah, they work like grenades, so um, they they're worth holding on to when you get into a point where there's so much going on and you're cornered. You could use that to like clear an area. Um, but yeah, different characters, you're using different buttons. Like the other guy we were playing with, he was the wizard. He had loads of things going on, didn't he? Yeah, he, was, he was highly skilled, though. We was When we started playing, he was watching our stream, and he actually asked if he could join our game. He was like, yeah, jump in. He jumped in, and he was like right up there with the top of them. And we, he was saying, yeah, yeah, you get to different levels, you go to different floors, like we were saying earlier. And we was, he was like, the first save will be on, level ni on floor 19, blah, blah, blah. So we played that for ages. We kept getting caned. And I said to him, so what floor did you get to? He goes, 580. <laughs> I was yeah. like, wow. <laughs> so that's pretty crazy. So you can keep going. But the floor thing, that's an actual like tournament sort of thing. It's mm. actually online who gets to the highest levels. So it, we obviously didn't get nowhere, but he was obviously up there on their leaderboards for being up at the highest floors. So yeah. you can always keep pushing if you love the game. Yeah. Do you know what else I was going to say to you, Jansen? Um, I don't know if you've played Diablo 3. Yeah, I played it. Yeah, it's similar to Diablo 3. Now, we were oh, talking yeah, about this last yeah, night. Yeah, we were saying it, and it was Diablo 2 that, that I played. Playing. Diablo yeah. 3 is pretty much the same. A bit better, I, I'd say. Better but, graphics. Yeah, but on Diablo 3, the difference is you're going around hunting for certain monsters. Like the one you played, Jansen, you went to look for the Butcher, and you'd have different... You'd get different maps for different things. There'd be different levels every time. So you'd go down in a dungeon, go down, 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 you'd come to a boss, you'd get a secret weapon. Now, in Diablo 3... When I first played it, before the DLC came out, and you could buy and sell for real money your weapons. And say you got to level 10, you completed the game, you'd start the game again, you'd go through the whole story again and get level 20. And as you got higher and higher, you'd unlock more weapons, you'd just find them on the battlefield, and then you could sell them. And people went like crazy. And when you get to level, like, I don't know if it's 50 or something, you get like a glow around your body to say that you're like an elite person. And that's what I like about Diablo 3. In this game, at first, I just thought it was Dungeon Crawler, and I thought... It's just endless, us just running around, it's going to be boring. But then after we got delved into it a lot deeper, it wasn't as boring because for people like me who love unlocks, you're continuously building something. You're not just doing yeah. it for nothing, you know? Yeah, yeah. because like the guy we were playing with, he's obviously been playing that for hours. Yeah. And you could tell by his character, he had a lot going on. He had all these magic spells going on. He was like shooting out fire, he was shooting out ice, he was turning invisible, he was teleporting... So it just shows that you was paying attention because I didn't notice any of that. I noticed the ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even like with you, like even with the amount of time we played, you upgraded the boots that you were wearing. So you had like fire boots. Yeah. So if I, if someone if when I was stuck and I was because the monsters swamp you and you can't get out, I'd press my um, button and my boots would set on fire and I could run really fast. But I'd leave a trail of fire so any like monsters that had to try and get across that fire would die. Yeah. But they wouldn't die instantly. They would set on fire and yeah, still and run slowly. around for a little bit. But then yeah. it would take one shot to take them down. Or after a while, they would just die yeah. themselves. Um, I, I think we should we should get back on there and complete the story mode I'd like to do. I'm in. Yeah, yeah I'd, well, I'd really like it. We, we did play it, but we, we had it on normal setting and not easy. I know everybody starts on normal normally, but the game was pretty intense pretty fast. We got to the end of the level and died. Hmm. And so maybe we should still on easy, get through the storyline, and then once we... Because I think your character, I'm not 100% sure, but I think it carries across. That character has that stuff. So yeah. we can play for the storyline, get the story, and then once we become better at the game, we can then try and get up on the tournament suit. Because if it saves at level at floor 19, you've only got to get to another random floor, like 425. And so it's not like you have to do it all in one day, like it would have been back yeah. in the day on your Nintendo. You're like, yeah. just playing all day. Yeah. You know, but because I remember that, I remember on Sonic and stuff, you'd have you could you'd be like, your mum would be like, it's dinner time. You'd be like, don't touch the computer. She's like, turn it off. I'm like, don't touch it. <laughs> yeah, touch that's that. it. I'm gonna go mental if you touch that computer. I've played it for hours. Do not. It's, it off. it's like when you went to bed. It's like you're playing it. You had to go to bed. You left it on. You turn the TV off, but left <laughs> yeah. the Nintendo on. Then you go get up, go school, come home from school, turn the TV on, and then start playing again. Yeah, yeah. There was a guy. I don't know if it's in China. And we spoke about this before. He's left his Nintendo on for 20 years because yeah. he's got a game. Um, it's like Final Fantasy, or it might be Final Fantasy. I can't remember what it was. 
And basically, inside every cartridge, you've got a tiny little like battery. This is what I've read. I don't know how true it is. And he's worried that if he, if he turns it off, he'll lose his, his, his saved game. <laughs> so he's left it on for 20 years. Yeah, yeah I read about that too. Yeah, it's on a Super Nintendo. Yeah, nuts. Oh, well. You know, I found the Super Nintendo, um, the Super Famicom version, in my shed when I moved in. And because uh, obviously I rent a house. And I said to the, my landlord, I said, oh, that computer in there. And he's not like the type of guy that would be anything into computers, yeah? I said, oh, it's a computer in there. It was an old Game Boy. Remember the old Game Boy, the big square one with a green screen? Yeah. And it was one of them as well. And I was like, oh. I said, there's a load of, load of old stuff in here. Um, a Game Boy, Nintendo and that. I said, he was like, oh, right, just throw it in the bin or whatever. I said, all right. I said, he's going to throw it in the bin. I'll, I'll take it. You know, I collect all that sort of stuff. He said, oh, let me take it and I'll bring it back next week. He, f- he took it and <laughs> went off. And <laughs> again. Yeah, he probably went home. on eBay. Yeah, he went over and he was like, oh, that's worth about 50 quid. <laughs> yeah, because he's probably thinking, well, if you wanted it, yeah. it's probably worth why's, something. Why does he want it so much? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I- I'm really enjoying Gauntlet and I can see us playing that as like, for quite a bit of time, just constantly upgrading and having a laugh. That's the, ga- that's the sort of game we can have fun together on. Yeah, but Hans, you need yeah. to get this now so that we're all kind of starting at the same level. Yeah. And then... Is this another Empyrean thing? <laughs> no, 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 I know what you mean. I know this game. Yeah, it's you, quite you're... funny, really, though, because we've all, since we've done the podcast, we've all sort of split off into our own areas. Before the podcast, or when I first met you guys and the podcast was already running, you would all come on and whatever game someone was playing, we'd all just jump in and play and we'd just play and not worry about it. But since we've been doing the podcast together, all of us, we've split off. Like, Hans, you do all the AAA games, Jansen does all the arcades and shooter games and stuff like that, and I do all the sort of indie, in-between, No Man's Land and, like, collecting <laughs> sort of games. And really now weird. I'm going to yeah. tell the listeners why that is, because certain individuals, I'm not going to name any names, want us every week to do different games. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can do the same game if you want, but it's going to be boring. Give us an email, people, at extremepcuk <laughs> at gmail.com, sorry, and see if you want to see the same game every week. <laughs> what if you say yes? What game would you come up with if it's the same game every week? Oh, that's easy. The Lord of the Rings Online. Wow. We definitely <laughs> wouldn't have any viewers. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do this week on uh, Lord of the Rings Online? I raided. Oh, right. No, I, I don't raid on Lord of the Rings Online. I, I raided. Play. I wouldn't even have to have you on the podcast. I just no, press record. And yeah, just I was going to say. Every week. <laughs> yeah, we just record in one week and then just replay it every other week. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Get in raiding. the game and I'll show you. Nah, we couldn't nah, do it now. You've put us off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is definitely a game that we've got to play together. Cause yeah, I agree. I love Gondos. Yeah, and the more players you get, the better it's going to be as well. So if yeah. we could get four people to play this... You make that sound cool. really hard. We only need one extra person. Yeah, I know. No, but I'm <laughs> like just no one saying... likes us. <laughs> yeah. Please, like... if we could get just one of you out there. We know there's lots of you listening. Just one of you. <laughs> because <laughs> when we started playing it was just the two of us it was all right but it got intense pretty quick and when this american guy came on it made a huge difference just having that one extra person so to have four people i think it will make a huge difference to actually getting through the levels a bit yeah, easier but i i no, i don't think it was easier see i think it scales so one player on their own you've got like level five two players come on it goes to level 10 Three players come on, it goes to level 15. So because of three of us, the levels got a lot harder. So if yeah, me and you I... was to play on our own, we would have got to the same place level just before level 19 at the same time. There'd be less, anim- less, less monsters, but we'd still die at that point because it would scale with the amount of players. Yeah, no, I get that. But I think at the same time, you kind of teamwork as well. So where I'm in a corner and I'm cornered in, one person can come over and help me out while someone else is doing something else. So yeah. with that guy coming on, a lot of like situations where User I was getting channel. stuck, like he did kind of help me out. When you're going around, you obviously pick up food for your health as well. Like that's another part of the game. Yeah. Is that like your health is decreasing every time you're getting hit. And you've but... got me keep blowing up chickens with my spells. It, yeah. But <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Back up. You can kill chickens right. in this game. <laughs> oh, there you go. They're cooked. They're, they're not running around. He's still but, trying to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's platters of food uh, scattered around and you just pick it up to increase your health. But you can shoot them and destroy them. So when you're running around and it's mayhem, it's easy to shoot the food. But you have so... to be wise as well, though, because 
what happens is we'll all be. We, it's so hard to focus on everybody else playing with you at half the time that you see the food. And you think I need food, and then I'll grab it and say I've got I've got a quarter of my life missing. He might have a like one one out of a hundred of his life, so he's got no life left, and I've just robbed his food. And he's like, yeah. oh, I needed that. So you have yeah. to. So you, you could find yourself getting annoyed with each other pretty easy on there by keep stealing each other's money and food. Yeah, we did kind of like battle over the gold in the beginning when there wasn't much going on and you run into a room and there's like five piles of gold and we're running around and diving for it like trying to push each other out of the way to get it but yeah when the game gets going you, it is a bit of a free-for-all but at the same time because the gold is just if there's gold get it and with the food you kind of do have to User work with each other and say look does anyone need food or you look to see if anyone needs food Channel because you, you you need to keep them alive. Yeah. So overall, you really enjoying the game then? Yeah, I love it. I've I've always loved it. Back in the day, playing it on the NES, one of my favourite games. And playing it now, bringing back the nostalgia element. And they've updated it perfectly in my eyes because they've kept the gameplay of what you used to have. But the graphics... Are really good it runs really smooth yeah. uh, and as you know i don't have the most powerful pc but i've got it running on ultra and it runs perfectly smooth and it works perfectly with my ps4 controller so i, I can't really fault it I, i've only played it for how many hours did we play it Mate? i don't know it's about four hours or something i think yeah it's, it's it's just your it's a dungeon crawler if you like dungeon crawlers this is the game to be getting because it's a dungeon crawler with a lot of unlocks and it's good to have fun with your mates, you know? Yeah. It, it was always about playing it for player. I think if you played it on your own, you'd probably get a bit bored after a while and it might get a bit overwhelming. But when you're playing it multiplayer, I think that's what it's all about. Yeah, it's about, about having a laugh and just something you can... Well, it is intense, but you can also like just chill out and play it, you know, chat. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not too intense that you're all in silence because you're concentrating so hard. You are you can easily like have a yeah. chat whilst you're playing the game. Just chill out and have a relax. Yeah. Berms, anything else you want to say about it? Or is that pretty much we covered? No, that's pretty much it. Yeah. If there is anybody out there in the community that wants to get into the game with us, you know, just send us a message on in our group. It's Extreme PC UK, it's on Steam. All you've got to do is go in our group and just send us a message or put it on anywhere in there. And we'll find you. Or you can message us personally. I'm Extreme PC UK, and he's Jay himself, you know? So. You I'll, can... I'll add one more thing to it the price. Uh, on Steam, it's. How much was it? It was about still about £15 or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, because I remember you saying it's quite expensive. Yeah, but, but uh, I got mine from G2A, and it was £3. Yeah, so that, that was a wicked bargain, really. Yeah. I was quite shocked when we saw that. Yeah. That's uh, Gauntlet. If any of you do want to get it, like I said, just give us a message on Steam and uh, get into a game with us. Right, moving on, get into the community and extras, yeah? Yep, sure. Right, we've done a game of night this week and nobody won the giveaways because we had a little bit of an issue where a couple of people didn't have the game, a couple of people didn't have another game, and it all got a bit long this week, didn't it? We was like, no one could choose what <laughs> to play. We were sort of yeah. sitting around chatting for quite a long time. And in the end, we did get down to playing some um, Battle Royale on Armour 3, and the idea was that all of us were going to jump in and the last man standing is going to win the games. But what happened was I was the last man standing and uh, I just happened to kill one of the best people on the server. I got really lucky and headshotted him. <laughs> he was a bit upset, Alex, was, wasn't he? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he is actually really, really good at Armour 3. And he's like, he plays it like really, really competitively. fact that he tried to creep up on behind me and I turned around and shot him in the head. He wasn't too happy. But um, yeah, so we got a couple of games in with that, but we didn't really do any, the giveaways weren't given out because it didn't seem to really go very well. There was no one really won and we sort of all just sort of floated off and did our own thing really, didn't we this week? Yeah. So, but so this week we got the give, uh, different giveaways this week and it's going to be Sid Meier's Civilization Beyond Earth and uh, the expansion pack for Exoplanets. So that's quite a big game. If you like any of the Civilization games, yeah, all you've got to do is get into our community night. All you've got to do, Tuesday night, 8 o'clock UK time, be in our team speak in the uh, community gamer night, and we'll just go from there. We're not actually sure what game to play this week, 
but we do need to decide beforehand. So if anybody's got any ideas or suggestions on what to play, games that you'd like to play, you know, this game's going to be given away regardless. If there's only one person that comes in and plays the game with us, they'll win it, you know, because us lot off the podcast aren't going to win the prizes. So, you know, but if there's 10 of you that come in, we have to find a game that 10 of us can fit in. And this is the issue we're sort of coming across. When we have lots of people in, it's hard to find a game with lots of us or it's hard to find a game that everybody's got. But we're all open for suggestions. Let us know what you want us to play. And uh, yeah, just go into our Steam group and write in there on the chat what games you'd like to see in the uh, competition day. And hopefully we'll see you all on Tuesday night and we'll go from there. And it'll be Sid's Mere Civilization giveaway beyond Earth. Right, moving on from that, another thing I'd like to say is uh, the Empyrean server. It's still doing really, really well. Like I said, we came across issues with having too many cores. We've come up with a few ideas. I've been actually contacting the devs on this to try and find out what they're going to do. And they're saying it's not until a future update that they're going to be able to let us change any of the server config files to put more cores in or to move the spawn. So we're pretty much stuck. What I will say, though, is... In the last two days, if you've tried to get on a server and it's been down for like an hour or half an hour, it's because they keep putting out a little update. Every time they put a new update out, you guys can't get on until you've got the same level update as what the server's running. Now, the server now is totally up to date. It's on 5.2.1. What they did is they brought 5.2 out, which was a big update, and it brought loads of new stuff, but nothing to do with the server, really. And then today they brought out 5.2.1, which had a few little extras like bug fixes and stuff. What we're going to do is, I think we've got two options here, and this goes purely on feedback of what all the community wants. Firstly, I can go in to the config files, find all the bases, because I've got them in date when they're made, and anything over like a month where the guys haven't been on played or come back to their base, I can delete them people and clear out some space. Or, a lot of people are actually asking me to do another fresh wipe. Because in this latest update, they brought in the blueprints into the actual proper server now. So if you've ever built something and you've created a blueprint, I don't know if you made any blueprints, did you, Jansen? No, I didn't, didn't get a chance to do that. Yeah, so what you can do now is, whether you build a base, a spaceship, or a capital vessel, you just walk up to it and you can just go, bang, blueprint. Now, if you go, to say the server gets wiped, all you do is you collect the resources for that blueprint, load the blueprint up, and it will build that whole base or that whole spaceship again for you. It would have been good, really, if we could have gone back into our old game and got our spaceships and the base in the mountain, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, because our, our starter block was at the front, so we could have just put the front there and it would have gone into the mountain and just drilled it out. Mm. But yeah, so there is a little bug that's not fixed yet, which is a bit of a problem, and that is that anyone can walk up to your base at the moment and they can just take a blueprint of it. And there's a couple of guys in the server at the moment where they've built some amazing ships, like we've got a Klingon bird of prey, and it looks real. It's massive and it looks real. And the problem we're getting is people can just go and copy that and we don't want that. You know, so if I do hear of any copies going on in different names and stuff like that, they will be getting deleted out of the server, which I think is fair enough, isn't it? Because someone's put a lot of hard work into that. Yeah. You know, you don't want to see people everywhere popping up with them. You know, so... And I, and I can do that because I know the original owner of, the, of them because I've got it in the, in the uh, details. So we can go from there with that. Hoping they're going to bring this fix in soon so that can't be done. Next up, what we're going to do is the server's getting so full of cores and bases so quickly because the server's so busy that we're running out of cores on one planet. The next thing I thought of doing was I could, the only power I've got at the moment is to make when you put a core down is to give it a radius around it. And at the moment, it's set to 30 meters. I might set it to 100 meters. And that way, because what people are doing, I don't know if you know this, Jansen, people are building bases, putting guns on them, and they're just shooting the base next door. So okay. people are conflicting against each other. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is change it to like 100 metres. So that means you can only build a base in a massive area. No one can build in that area. So then when everybody's finally got their cores, say there's 50 cores, there won't be no space left to run out of cores before the space is all taken up. So we won't get people complaining of no cores left, you know? Yeah. So that's another way around it for the time being. But eventually, when they, they have told me, the devs, that there will be a spawn being able to move, being put in, and there will be some more config files for us to mess around with for server side. So until that big update comes out, there's not a lot we can really do. The other idea is we do the purge day where we put the PV on PvP for a couple of hours and let people just take people out. But that could upset a few people. So we're not too sure on doing that yet. But there might be a full wipe. If all of you want a full wipe, just go into our Steam group. There's, a, there's an Empyrean forum there. And just go on there and write, I want a wipe. 
And if we get so many people saying that they want a fresh wipe, because even when you do wipe the game, your blueprints come into the new game. So you could just get your stuff back and go and build another planet. Yeah, pretty much. That's it for the server at the moment. What's going on? Anyone gets any ideas? Anyone that's got... We're going to be adding to the website as well. We're going to be adding a whole page there for our servers. And it'll have photos of the best and biggest things we've seen on the server. You know, so if someone's made a really good ship and we see it, it will go up on there. So you can take a look at what you can actually find in that server if you look hard enough. Which I thought was quite a good idea. But yeah, apart from that, Imperium server is still going strong. We are getting a few bugs and issues, but we're just waiting for them to iron them out. It's out of my hands at the moment, but I'll keep you all up to date. Anything else you wanted to say about that, gents? No, not really. I've I been on Imperium for a while now because, um, but yeah, with all the updates that have been going on, um, I've just been holding out for a bit. Yeah, to try and wait until it gets to that level where it's safe Yeah. to build without losing. But it's like that now because you can take a blueprint. Yeah. So maybe we should get back, because we actually haven't played on this server, but maybe we should get back into it as well and we get some spare time. Yeah. And so should Hans. I can neither confirm oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. nor yeah. uh, Mute him. Mute him. <laughs> but yeah, right, moving on. Questions. Uh, sadly, we've got no questions today. Oh. No questions. We do like questions. If any of you got questions out there about computer hardware, PC, graphics cards, what builds you want, anything to do with news or anything to do with games, just let us know. Just send your uh, emails into extremepcuk at gmail.com. You can also do it extremepcuk on Twitter and extremepcuk on Instagram. And uh, yeah, send your questions in. We love to hear from you guys and we will answer all your questions. Also, iTunes reviews. The iTunes reviews get us up the ratings. We haven't had any sadly this week. If you have done it from another country though, not UK, they will come in by the end of the month. So hold tight, they'll come up. But yeah, iTunes reviews get us out there and get us known, get us up the rankings for uh, iTunes. So... We're grateful of them, anyone that's done them, thank you. And I think that just brings us to the end of the podcast, boys. Yep, short yes. but fair. Short yeah. but fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a new one. I thought you no, said I can, I can neither reviews. confirm or deny that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much it for the podcast this week. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, make sure we see you on Tuesday in the Game of Night. And that's it. See you all later. See you next yeah. week. Bye-bye.